And then they put me in holding, and uh, I was like, all right, well, I made friends before, so we'll just do that again. I go up to one guy, I go, what are you in for? He goes, I beat the shit out of my cellmate. And I was like, all right, we're done with that guy. Uh, and then I walk over to the next dude who's like 65, so I was like, sweet, he's going to be in trouble for like overdosing on Werther's. This will be fine. I go, what are you in for? And he goes, they said I stabbed someone. And I went and grabbed a guard real quick, and I was like, oh, this guy fucking stabbed someone? And he goes, oh, he's full of it. And I was like, that's definitely not the charge this guy's in on. Welcome to the Blackout Diaries, the show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I'm CJ Sullivan. Each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we have a different theme when it comes to the debauchery and the tales that document it. And this week is Ohio. O-H-I-O. My home state. Your home state. I th- it's, it's America's home state, I believe. I think I mean, Ohio does symbolize America. <laughs> it is. You know? Great. Uh, people in Ohio uh, love doing, I don't even know if it's a joke at this point, but they say it's a great state to leave or great state to be from. You know, Great state to be from. Right. You then know. you get out of there. Yeah. But it really does represent yeah. uh, all of America. I mean, they're drunk. They're jackasses. But it's got, it's got everything. You know, it's red. It's blue. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it sways. It changes its mind a lot, and and acts like it always. It's a mess. That. It's a mess. No, like when it changes its mind, it always it acts like it always believed that for the entire time. And like they, they have enti- <laughs> they have entitlement. I feel like it's a state full of state troopers that used to all be hex- high school linebackers with buzz cuts. Yes. You know, like <laughs> Ohio's got no, no. It's exactly true. <laughs> <laughs> and with the, and and just like America, they like to uh, get after and drink a lot. And um, they don't have they have different each state has a different drinking personality. Like Wisconsin's like all happy about it and no shame. Ohio, I th- Ohio's just got aggressive, aggressive drinking. It's binge drinking. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's binge drinking. Right. Uh, you know what comes up a lot in this podcast because we have Dan Dries, who's mm-hmm. a hilarious comic, who's going to talk about getting arrested for Halloween yeah. uh, on in Ohio. Halloween's a big event there. The holidays are big there. Like they have all these Christmas ales that are like thirteen percent uh, alcohol mm-hmm. are popular. You know. In Ohio, yeah, it's a binge drinking. Well, state. and there's a lot of universities. That makes up a good point. There's Ohio University, yes. Ohio State, a lot of universities, but none of the universities are overall that really exceptional. They're just known for different <laughs> kinds of partying. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it's American too. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a school. It's a school to get fucked up in. <laughs> you know. <laughs> other than other than Ohio State, we have like the rest of the the state is about seven hundred. Colleges that are about <laughs> have about seven thousand people because that's about as much as a ten town sheriff like town can manage, right, you know. Right. You know, because if you get more than that, they're like, no, they'll take over. The drunks will take over, you know. <laughs> and we do drink a lot, CJ. This yes. just came out. Uh, the ranking of the state. So this is on two thousand two, yeah. uh, or excuse me, two thousand one alcohol consumption. Ohio is seventh in the country, which is pretty big when you consider its size. That mm-hmm. they drink. 
238 million gallons of alcohol overall. To put that number in perspective, New York, which has over 20 million people, is uh, double the size of Ohio, uh, only does 300 million. So we almost drink as much as New York, <laughs> even though we're half the size. I love those mass numbers. You never know what to do with it. Then you got yeah, to people put them in some ridiculous comparisons. Sure. Then they got to put them down into beers per person right. per year. Like, to, but that doesn't even help either. I know. To put that in perspective, the average Ohioan drinks 204 beers a year. You're like, yeah, well, okay. what? Like, right, I guess that that's mean? almost right, one yeah. a day. I mean, I guess, but... You know, if if it's actually, but there's no way they're drinking it with that much discipline. It's not like they're sitting down and having one yeah, beer need, a day, I this, right? I, you know. I need these per game. What is it per game or per night, <laughs> yeah. per event that exactly. I go out in? I don't want to hear the total number of rebounds they had. Think <laughs> <laughs> it's something that I would know, and uh, it's it's amazing. It's got and, and all those towns in Ohio are the same. I feel like because I go through Ohio a lot. There's a lot of comic clubs, like small clubs, like so, like yeah. Toledo, Dayton, Columbus. You know, all these towns. Youngstown, uh, Youngstown yeah, Middleburg, right. yeah, yeah. And they all have the same story. Yeah. Like, oh, 50 years ago, this was the, oh, this we were a booming, yeah. and it's always some weird industry. <laughs> right. It's a weird. Like, we, we were the paperweight capital of the world. <laughs> It is. It's a weird industrial factory now. <laughs> till, it's uh, till cheap overseas right. paperweights from China yep. eliminated. Then it becomes you Chinese know? paper like we were, companies. They all get overtaken like by we, Chinese paper companies somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We uh, we birth flight here. Now we have yeah. Now shoelaces. By, by, by China. Do you know what was funny growing up? And then we'll get into Dan's yeah. story. But growing up, what I loved about that is everyone I would talk to from Ohio that I would meet throughout. Is, you know, I'm of the age where we grew up during the Cold War Mm -hmm. and we thought there might be a nuclear attack that would destroy us all. But what was crazy is every person from every town in Ohio had a theory for why their town would be like the fifth town hit in America. Yeah, like after 9 Based on the one product that their town made. They're like, (laughs) they're going to want to take out. (laughs) They're like, they're going to hit DC. Yeah, of course, you know. Then they're going to hit, uh, you know, New York and L.A. because they're, you right. know, the media capitals. <laughs> and then they are going to hit Hoover, Ohio, because <laughs> we make all the vacuum cleaners. And you can't clean tanks without vacuum cleaners. Like, <laughs> like they would say that. That's and you're like, so there's funny. no way that's true. Why wouldn't they just knock out Cleveland? <laughs> and wouldn't that, like, destroy right. your infrastructure enough? My, uh, proxy that just take out, like, you got the head there. <laughs> like, Nope. <laughs> That's so funny. Hoover vacuum cleaners. <laughs> that's an actual town, and that's somebody oh, yeah. who has said that to me. There, there's an actual town called Hoover. It was Hoover Vacuum Cleaner. It was it, it was founded by the town, the the company. The, that's back when that towns used to be formed. Hershey chocolate, Hershey Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean, like you, the, the comp. It was the company first. You make the money, then we'll give you. You a know town. what Hershey's did right? They made the right bet. They looked at this country and they said, "This country ain't gonna make shit in a hundred <laughs> years, but they're sure as fuck gonna get yeah, fat. They're gonna love chocolate. <laughs> they're gonna love sugar." <laughs> That town is booming still. <laughs> Their own goddamn. Their street lights are candy bars up there. They got a theme park for crying out loud, based on their city. All through this chocolate god, this Hershey kisses. <laughs> it's amazing. And then, then the towns, then the things they actually did, like date, like I said, like the, you know, date flyers were the right. Four different cities claimed the Wright brothers, but none of them. Um, like we, they built the plane here, but they flew it in Toledo. Then they brought it. Oh, back it's hilarious! Here, you know? Yeah. But meanwhile, their airport's not named after. What do, what do you got to do to get an airport named after you in Ohio? You just didn't have enough money. And the Wright brothers can't get a goddamn airport named after them? Well, the military base is named after right. them. 
So I think that that's why. But yeah, I I, uh, Still, I agree. We we actually we we straight up forgot about him until North Carolina claimed <laughs> him. It was almost like an ex. Right. Then you find out she's engaged. You're like whoa. whoa whoa whoa, what are you yeah, doing? And then we tried. Then we started hurriedly renaming everything we could, but it was too late. Yeah. You know. We discovered that band. I don't. We didn't know you guys liked him. <laughs> we used to laugh at those contractions. Speaking of the Wright brothers in Dayton, Ohio, yep. uh, the story we're about to hear uh, happens uh, pretty much in Dayton, Ohio, at Miami of Ohio, which is just south of Dayton, Ohio. Yep. And uh, hilarious comic, regular at the Blackout Diaries, one of our favorite, is going to tell a great story about the time he went back to Miami of Ohio for Halloween weekend. Let's hear from Dan Dries right now. What's up, everybody? Hey. Hey, man. How you doing? I like how personal you made it. You're fun. I'm going to turn to you every time. I'm like, the story's not doing so good. But I like you. So uh, I'm not from Chicago originally. I moved here when I graduated college. I moved from Ohio. And uh, I went to uh, college at a place called Miami University, which... Go Bobcats. Go Bob. I don't... The only time I ever cheered for my football team is we almost ran the table in reverse and lost every game. <laughs> and then eight games in, they Damn won it. one and ruined all of our tailgating fun. Oh, it sucked. Us. Yeah, so, I mean, go, we beat you? Holy fuck, you guys must suck. You guys have, uh, but uh, Ohio University, great Halloween. Uh, you guys are all too old to go, uh, but it's a good time. Um, <laughs> Don't be that guy who's four years out of college going back to Halloween. Uh, no, but when I moved uh, from Miami to here, I knew nobody. And I really didn't like Chicago for my first couple of months of living here. I, uh, I just felt out of place. The only thing that I had that was like a social outlet is there was a bar near my house that did uh, karaoke, or not karaoke, uh, trivia night. And I would go in there and uh, the first night I was there, I didn't know what was happening. And I started feeding answers to a group of people that were sitting next to me. And they're like, for every right answer, we'll buy you a drink. <laughs> Which has the complete inverse uh, reaction to what they want. Because the more answers I give them, the dumber I became. <laughs> My first one was, I got Rosie O'Donnell. I knew that she was in a movie. And I gave them that. And about five drinks in, I just kept telling them Rosie O'Donnell for every... <laughs> single one of the questions. They hated me quick. But that was about my level of socializing in Chicago when I first moved here. I didn't know fucking anybody. Uh, so once Halloween rolled around, I got really sad because that was my favorite time to be in college because it was a great drinking weekend. Because you can do fucking anything. I'm dressed as Duff Man. Yeah, I'm peeing on a mailbox. It's what I fucking do. Look at me. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm definitely going back and hanging out with all my friends who did a fifth year during Halloween. This is gonna be great. So I decided I'm gonna go back. I had a new job though and I was really afraid to ask off for time, especially if the excuse is I gotta get trashed this weekend. So I waited until the very last minute and I was like, we're just gonna drive straight through Indiana, back to Ohio and just start drinking. Uh, and there was a very bad omen immediately leaving Chicago into Indiana. I don't know if you've seen it, but the very first thing when you see when you leave Chicago is this sign on the side of the highway says, hell is real. It's like, come on, Indiana, you gotta believe in yourself. You're better than that. And they're not better than that, because if you come back on the other side of that sign when you leave Indiana, it says, Jesus is real. 
And if you've spent any reasonable time in Indiana, you're like, fuck yeah, he is. He's getting me out of this hell-forsaken state. <laughs> Didn't love it there. Anyway, I drive all the way through, and I get into Miami University uh, late at night. I get there at, like, 10 o'clock. And all my friends have been drinking for, like, six hours. So I'm really upset that I'm like, oh, I kind of only have, like, a half night. I got to catch up to you guys. And uh, I, my, my trick in college used to be I could do, uh, like, five or six shots of bourbon one after another. And I would make my friends cheer for me. So I was like, we're doing that twice. So we did that right away. And then my friends were like, dude, you don't have a costume. We can't go out drinking. And I was like, fuck that. We'll make a costume. Uh, so what I did is I just cut my shorts off at right here so that the pockets were hanging out. And then I had a flannel like this on, and I cut the sleeves off. And then I put on a friend's John Deere hat. And they were like, what the fuck are you? I was like, let's party. And <laughs> so we go to this bar that I, we used to go to all the time called Brick Street. If you've ever been to Miami, you know it. It's a complete shithole. It's, uh, it's, it's a place where you can drink when you're 18. They don't card anybody. Uh, the, uh, the only, the best thing I've ever seen there is one time uh, Ben Roethlisberger was the quarterback at that college before he was in the NFL. And uh, if you like him, don't. He's a bad guy. <laughs> He's an awful person. He, one, I, the only time I ever saw him in person, he came back to the school and charged them $37,000 for an appearance fee so they could retire his jersey. And then later that night, we saw him at Brick Street uh, dancing with only freshmen. Uh, oh almost like he had asked for it. Yeah, no, boo him for sure. I don't tell this story because I like him. I want to spread as much negative sentiment about Ben Rock. He's the only CTE we're going to get to cheer for in our lives. <laughs> I hope they give him a broadcasting job so I can watch words pour out of his mouth like tapioca pudding. I, more motorcycle accidents for Ben Roethlisberger. I hate that man. I did, I did get to, I, never, I wasn't uh, young or old enough to have seen it, but a few years before I got there, I met a guy on our, uh, our college's cross country team. So all those guys weigh like 110 pounds. And uh, Ben Roethlisberger showed up to this kid's like house party. And this kid was super drunk because he had had a thimble full of vodka. And uh, he saw Ben Roethlisberger and he stood up on a beer pong table and said, Ben Roethlisberger and anyone who came with him is a fucking pussy. And then two offensive linemen had to drag a very angry Ben Roethlisberger out of that house party. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's the kind of drinking that goes on there. So we get to, we get to Brick Street, and uh, this is the first time I've ever not just run straight past security. I've, like, this is the only time I ever remember showing them my driver's license to prove I was allowed to be there. And uh, we get in, and we're drinking really, really hard. And uh, at one point, I black out, uh, and I wake up, and I, my head is down at the bar like a pillow. And uh, I put my head up for about four seconds, and I don't remember ordering it, but I do remember the next thing is that that bartender gave me a shot, which I don't think you should do if you're a bartender. If the guy was formerly asleep, you should give him like 10 minutes before you start giving him booze. But anyway, he gave me a shot, and I took that, and then I was back blacked out. I don't remember what happened. And then I wake up again, but now I'm in a new place that I don't recognize. I'm in uh, Hamilton County lockup. 
I am fully arrested and in the drunk tank. But like, I'm a pretty friendly drunk, so this isn't the worst thing in the world for me. I'm just kind of partying at a new place. And I start saying, introducing myself to everybody else in the lockup. They're all my boys. I'm like, I've seen movies, what people say in jail. I go up to everyone, I go, what are you in for? Uh, and those dudes have all been, this is not their first time. They're like in and they kind of know what the legal ramifications will be of their crime. Like one guy told me, he's like, well, I brandished a weapon at an officer, so I'm looking at like a misdemeanor to a light felony. <laughs> And I'm really fucked up and I want to continue to be in the conversation. So what I tar started telling all of the guys was, uh, yeah, I'm actually an attorney and uh, it sounds like we'd probably get you off on that one. <laughs> I just kept asking everyone what they were in for and then every single person I said, yeah, that can't stick. Uh, <laughs> why not? So eventually they take me away from all my new friends and they're like, hey, you were too drunk when we brought you in. We didn't get to fully process you so we just have to finish that whole thing. So I'm like, yeah, for sure, more guys I like, let's go. And uh, I'm talking to one of the, the guys who's doing all the processing and he's just telling me about a big party he's gonna have that night with Jello shots. And I'm still drunk, so I'm like, I'm probably gonna end up there, that'll be sweet. <laughs> uh, they, they showed me a picture uh, that they took of me when they were like the, the you know, the, the mug shot. And I had just started doing comedy and I kept telling them, hey guys, when can I get my headshot back? That shit looks sick. Uh, so they were like, no, no, no. And they eventually they do all the processing. They go, um, all right, so we're gonna have to hold you. Also, just so you know, uh, you had been, when I came in, I was in a very like uh, weepy suburban kid mood. So I kept saying, I find it's not even fair you guys are arresting me. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. So if you do that, they have to remove you from Gen Pop and they have to put you in psychiatric holding. <laughs> so I was like, that's really bad. I have to call my parents to get like bailed out now. Uh, the problem with that was that particular weekend, my dad had told me several times that he was very excited to go to a Notre Dame football game. My dad was raised extremely Catholic. Notre Dame is damn near a religion for that man. Uh, I called him up and I said, Dad, how's it going? He goes, this is the best weekend of my life. I go, it's about to get better. Uh, and I couldn't jump right in, I couldn't bring it to jump right into it and say, what are you doing? And uh, <laughs> I, I fucked up my slide, so you guys all close your eyes for 10 seconds. I, uh, <laughs> I told him, I was like, so how's it going? And he goes, it's awesome. We're in a box and guess who's here? Famous Notre Dame quarterback, Joe Montana. <laughs> I go, you're gonna be so proud of me, dad. <laughs> I got arrested and I need you to come bail me out. And he goes, we're going to call your uncle, but there's no damn way I'm leaving this football game. <laughs> fair, fair. So they continue processing me, and they're about to put me in the, the psychiatric holding. And I say, I got to ask, what did I do to get arrested? And they go, well, you broke into someone's home. And I go, no. <laughs> and they go, yeah, 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 you broke. What had happened was I was, uh, I was staying with some friends of mine. And uh, this is their house. Their house is the one on the left. And I walked into and fell asleep the one on the right. <laughs> to be fair though, I was pretty drunk. So who's to say exactly, <laughs> you know, pretty tough. 
So they separate me from Jam Pop and they put me in psychiatric holding, which what they do to do that is they take all your clothes because you might hang yourself with your pants. And uh, they're like, don't worry, we're gonna take care of you. We know this is a vulnerable night for you. So uh, get butt naked, we're gonna hose you down in front of a bunch of prisoners. And we're gonna give you like a weird tunic to wear. So they do that and then they put me in holding. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I made friends before, so we'll just do that again. I go up to one guy, I go, what are you in for? And he goes, I beat the shit out of my cellmate. And I was like, all right, we're done with that guy. Uh, and then I walk over to the next dude who's like 65. So I was like, sweet, he's going to be in trouble for like overdosing on Werther's. This will be fine. I go, what are you in for? And he goes, they said I stabbed someone. And I went and grabbed a guard real quick. And I was like, oh, this guy fucking stabbed someone? And he goes, oh, he's full of it. And I was like, that's definitely not the charge this guy's in on. So eventually, my uncle shows up. And I couldn't have been happier. He's like a former Air Force pilot. He's exactly who you want to see in a tight spot. I'm so stoked. I forgot, though, that I was arrested in a Halloween costume. So they get me. And I mean... Halloween costumes being generous. I was wearing short shorts. <laughs> but they get me out, and right as I'm leaving, and my uncle's walking me out, and I'm like, just so happy this is all done. The guard who had tried to invite me to a party with jello shots earlier goes, Man, I'm glad you got him. When we came in here, we thought he was some sort of prostitute or something. <laughs> and that was the end of my day, and I tried so hard to forget. But you guys have been awesome. Let's get Ed back up here. And we're back on the Blackout Diaries right there. You just heard from the hilarious Dan Drees, and he is here with us in the studio. Thank you for joining us, Dan. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, that's such a funny story, and it actually inspired our theme for today, which our theme is going to be Ohio. CJ and I both have a ton of Ohio drinking stories. You do as well. Uh, where are you from originally, though? You're not from Ohio originally, are you? No, I'm, fr I'm from Cincinnati originally. I grew up there, and then as soon as I got Oh, so you college, are from Ohio. I didn't realize that's, that. Oh, that's so you yeah, that's Kentucky. Kentucky. That's Kentucky, more or yeah, less. That's Kentucky. Cincinnati, Kentucky. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> All of the drinking. Well, Miami, in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. Indiana. Right. <laughs> yeah, none of Ohio is actually in Ohio. So that's the beauty. Of it. <laughs> what? So that must have been weird because Cincinnati is very close to Miami of Ohio, right? That's only like a 45 minute drive, right? Yeah, it's not far at all. It's uh. So. Would your high school friends come up and – but Miami of Ohio is kind of like for Ohio, like an, an exclusive school, right? Mm -hmm. Like would your high school jackass friends come up and visit you there? What was that like? So it's it's kind of a hard school to get into in Ohio. But for me, I got in kind of easily because they recruited for my high school heavily because my high school was almost entirely black. And Ohio – or uh, Miami's like one of the five whitest colleges in America. Mm. So, yep. uh, yeah, I got I got in – probably on that a little bit and also none of my friends wanted to come visit me at college because they were just like yeah j crew you no nah, there's nothing for me there that's no fun <laughs> so they just took your application no picture from the high school <laughs> <laughs> they assumed oh, yeah. they were hitting their quotas <laughs> i'm guessing because it happened to me with two other schools wilberforce which is an hbcu yeah. accepted me right away i might have and then uh eastern Gra Kentucky grambling University. grambling gave you a full ride to play the tuba <laughs> well eastern kentucky university sent me i was pre-approved for their uh african-american studies scholarship <laughs> that's great what high school did you go to uh winton woods high school 
I mean, it was. There's a couple famous Cincinnati like city schools. Like, yeah, so all of the uh, all like that. the private schools there. There's still guys that walking around Cincinnati that at the drop of a hat will sing like the the elder fight song. It's insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to Miami, Ohio. Miami, Ohio's my now Miami, Ohio's the famous Halloween one, right? It's us and uh, Ohio University. Yeah. Or Ohio University. Yeah. Ohio University, but Miami, Ohio also clings on to it. That's what I love about like Ohio. Like, even like the private school of Miami, Ohio, or, or elitist school. Is Sean, they're, Ohio, they're, all, they're still Ohio elite. The people are still throwing up in the bushes <laughs> drunk. Like, you're still like, relax. You're, you're not hard. Calm down. <laughs> oh, that's all we got. Bengals were the number one drinking football team right now. I think we have yeah. the highest concessions per game of beer. That's, that's, oh, Cincinnati's <laughs> great, dude. I remember that yeah, one I time uh, CJ and all. I always loved uh, that one story where I can't remember what happened, but um, the the Cincinnati police commissioner they uh, something was going on there. Like, do you think you can handle this? Like, like uh, they were gonna host like some sort of like E seven convention, or they were worried mm-hmm. about protests. He goes, "Can we handle it?" He goes. <laughs> We deal with Bengal players in this town, okay? Like, we know how to deal with drunken, rowdy people. Pac-Man Jones for six years. <laughs> I got one good, oh, one good Bengal story. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear my it. Te- my high school football team was sponsored by the Bengals because we were on academic probation my entire yeah. time in high school. Okay. So we got to come. If you had like a C minus average, you could come in and watch Bengals practice. And <laughs> yeah, the Bengals aren't strict about their voice. <laughs> we got to practice what we preach here. I like that. <laughs> yeah, meet the bare minimum, and you can hang out. Yeah, like the George Costanza scholarship. You don't want to apply yourself too much. I want someone right in the middle. So we're watching film, and it was like we're watching defensive backs film. They broke us up by position, so it's all the high school safeties and corners. And uh, Chad Ochocinco, he had just changed his name. He had a gold mohawk. He walks mm-hmm. by. He's in slippers and a robe at the Bengals practice facility. <laughs> and he looks and he sees all of us in our high school jerseys. and goes, who's the best cornerback on your team? We go, uh, Eric Jones is pretty good. He goes, Eric, I would fucking smoke you. And then he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He's the best. <laughs> He's the best. Remember when he? Remember when he challenged a horse to a forty-yard dash? Sure. Yeah. That used to be a thing. That used to be a thing. He like challenged a horse. Yeah, that was like a wild world of sports every week back in the day. Chris, speaking of Bengals receivers and white receivers, and oh, 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 Chris Collinsworth raced a horse one time on Wild World of Sports. <laughs> he didn't win. I love that we're turning this into a Bengals podcast. Right. Give yourself a lead. I like you. I'll try to figure it out. If I give myself a 30-yard lead, it doesn't matter. It's a horse. (laughs) Yeah, they run 35 miles an hour. Right. Oh, man. That's so funny. But so for uh, the story that we just heard, you were were living in Chicago at the time, right? And you drove back to Miami of Ohio for Halloween weekend. Is that correct? Yeah. All my uh, all my college roommates did a fifth year and I realized I screwed up by not doing that. So I was (laughs) like, I'm going to rush back. I'm going to go. Halloween's my fifth. Oh, uh, Dan just locked up there. Let's see if we uh, get him back there. Hopefully he. uh, reconnects here it's funny people talk about that ohio, that ohio halloween like i've read about it too even before i got there, oh dan's yeah back there uh, uh dan's back all right i was just saying yeah sorry about that no no no, no worries saying, dude. it's fine i was just saying it's famed ohio halloween like i've read about it even before i even in chicago but like and a lot of uh, ohio people moved to chicago too i think well everyone from the midwest moves out there too that's the city to go to 
but it is what I mean. They talk about the fucking like. I mean, like it's the original Burning Man and like Woodstock all rolled one. Like, oh, we're going back for Halloween. We're gearing up now. We're getting ready. Like you understand what's going. We got to go a week in advance. Just prepare. Like you're like you're going into battle basically. Yeah, it's a drinking battle. Oh, it's huge. All the uh, all the neighborhoods where like it's young professionals, like people who are two, three years out of college, they'll shut down whole streets mm -hmm. and you'll just see people hammered for like two days straight. It's so fun. <laughs> so you're but at this point in time, you're a young professional. You've joined the workforce. You uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you clock out at your nine to five I'm wherever selling you're selling floor mats door to door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working for like a Cintas competitor going like, you guys fucking heard of paper towels? We got them. And that's what I like about this Ohio Halloween as well, too. It's like why it's famous and why you guys do it so great. Like. You don't really specialize in anything but just the enthusiasm to get drunk and like you know and like and, like, and, and night kind of rambunctious drunk. It's not like oh St. Patty's in Chicago is big as a lot of Irish people. Like Halloween's big in LA. Cause they have a lot of the costumes. Like Ohio, like yeah, we just like to we just like to get after it and scream at night. It's just, <laughs> you know, and like yeah, they do it better than anybody. Oh, yeah, we nail we we know what we are. Yeah. We don't have any it's not like we're gonna be like we invented jazz or something. We, <laughs> right. it's, we no can jazz. drink so jazz fest. <laughs> and I love um I love the way you talk about drive because as somebody who grew up in Ohio and always has to do that drive from Chicago uh to Ohio, the gradual descent into white trash is so funny. Like what oh. you see along the highways. And then I think you mentioned this in your story, but you know you're in Ohio when you finally see the hell is real. Just like farmers putting up their own signs yeah. about like the afterlife it's, and so on. It's so great because it's not driving you to any like it's not promoting a mega church and there's a bunch of those out right. there. It's not there's not a website or a radio station. It's just hell is real. Do with that what you will. Yeah, just wearing a big T-shirt, basically, you know, for just advertising for uh, God, God himself. <laughs> God's budget is awful. That is the worst billboard. Yeah, he goes by word of mouth. That's his uh, form of advertising a lot. That's... Yeah, they also have that great. Uh, if you some, I, I think you got to be coming from like Michigan, but uh, they have touchdown Jesus. Mm. There's this this giant mega church uh, constructed. It's Jesus, and he's bursting out of the ground, and his arms are shooting up like he's calling a touchdown. Right. And that statue was struck by lightning and burnt to the ground. And the people who ran that church were like, well, there's nothing in the Bible about false idols, so they just built a second one exactly like it. <laughs> I do, you know, I'll say that for us, uh, us Christians, that's kind of fun is like, you know, you hear about certain religions, like, you know, like, like uh, old school Muslim religions, like you, you can't even depict God, you know, right. like, like if you depict God, we will put you in yeah, jail. We and anyone else like we'll, we'll depict Jesus doing whatever the hell we want, you know, fishing, <laughs> driving yeah. cars, you know, <laughs> even on the cross, hey, he's our buddy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Even on the cross, he's doing all kinds of different poses. Sometimes he's sad, you know, sometimes he's happy to see you. You know, who knows what did, what your Jesus is going to do? It's all it's Jesus depends on the mood. <laughs> yeah, I loved him. There's a figurine of him doing different sports. Whatever your hobby is, Jesus is right there with you. <laughs> Jesus playing pickleball. <laughs> all right, so you get back to high. Let's get back to this. You get back in. You get back yeah. in there. You make the trip. And yeah. you, what, what you, did you bring a costume from Chicago? How did you think through uh, Halloween? 
so I, I had planned one costume mm-hmm. uh, and I figured I'd get the next one the next day, but I got in later than I thought. So I had Duffman costume ready to go. And I was like, we can't burn Duffman on a half a night. Right. It's so I just, uh, I was, yeah. it's, it's, I'm, I know I'm getting free drinks in the Duffman costume. Yeah. That's just a given. <laughs> That's important. It's important. There's a lot of different key things people don't think about when you're making yeah. a Halloween costume. One, can you drink in it? Two, will you be getting free drinks? You know, Duffman's great of, too because you could also of. use it because he's got beers around his belt. So you can also use it to sneak beer yeah. in if you wanted Absolutely. to. Yeah. 100%. If you're, yeah. yeah. And looking back on it, insane move. The beers jumped from $2 to $3 in the nicest bar. So, like, yeah. not really going <laughs> to – shouldn't have to do that. But 22, 100% doing that. Right. At age 22, <laughs> you're talking about it's like a $20 beer. <laughs> it's a city drink. Well, it's, so instead of, like, burning that costume off on a half night, I go. I decide I'll just cut my jeans into, like, Daisy Dukes. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing a flannel, and I just cut the sleeves off of that. And I was like, that's close enough to a costume. People will get that this isn't my normal outfit. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I'm just going to rely on Ohio's homophobic nature <laughs> to say. And let me tell you. They <laughs> Look care. at this one. <laughs> <laughs> nice costume. <laughs> You're a stereotypical gay from the 70s. <laughs> uh, what did you uh that's not what I was going for? <laughs> did you did you even attempt to uh come up with a label for this costume when people did anyone even ask like what are you or anything like that? Uh I shouted for someone to find me a John Deere hat for a minute cuz mm-hmm. I figured like maybe it'll be like a redneck. Yeah. That'll be it. And then no mm-hmm. one did that and I was just like, "Fuck it, I don't have sleeves. I'm wearing short shorts." I I'm opposed to sleeves of all kinds. Maybe that's the costume. <laughs> uh How important is the costume in these Ohio Halloweens by the way? Is is, is I I feel like it's a, a, a the variety, the, the extreme either incredible costumes like this guy or the let's just get something together so I can go get fucked up, cut some <laughs> sleeves off, get out there and just pass by. Uh, there's a handful of people going really hard. They're, they've planned it out. They've sewn stuff. They fall out of the night around 10 o'clock. Okay. Once you hit midnight, it's nothing but guys like me who are like free t-shirt. I wrapped it around my head. Maybe it's a towel. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That are like group costumes where it's the Smurfs show up. That's all. <laughs> that is a year in, year out. I like it. Halloween for the uncreative. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sometimes like those people that get too elaborate, it's like there's too many like kind of trappings on the costume to no, really yeah, stay past right, midnight. Right. Like if you if you have a big flowing costume no, or, you know. This is the way it should be done. Okay. It's a working man's Halloween. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's, best, best one is like just wear scrubs. Yeah, of course. You're, it, you, you are a character. People are like, hey, that's my job. I like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't <laughs> fuck it up. Right. Big Zach Braff fan. Now you get, uh, but you get drunk. You end up going to the wrong house. Yeah. So what happens here now? You get, yeah, because you, you would think so, somebody who lives on a college campus would be. I mean, I I don't want to, you know, be too judgy here, but be quote unquote cool about this, you know, <laughs> understand. <laughs> and it would happen all the time. Definitely you, more. You show a photo for our listeners. You show a photo. These houses all look identical. Yeah. That, uh, where he's staying. Oh at. yeah. And this can't be the first time this happened. Oh, no. This I mean, this happened to a bunch of my friends throughout college. So I figured I'd probably be just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I pass out. I wake up in a, a different house, apparently. And all the houses, they're all like they're all cheap rental properties. Yeah. All the guys who have these know like 
college kids are going to destroy them. So they all just look exactly the same. Right. I am literally one house over. I found out later when I was charged with breaking and entering, they <laughs> put the address. And I was like, oh, I was so close. Right. This is almost a perfect. Yeah, place. you got to get some uh, credit for that. It's got to be half a citation. <laughs> I was just, I was in the block. <laughs> this is exactly how I started off with your honor. I right. said, your honor. Yeah. <laughs> this is horseshoes and hand grenades. I almost yeah. did it. I'd like to counter sue <laughs> the owner for not being cool, your honor, if you will. <laughs> is it too late? Is that where I do the paperwork? Where's that happening? <laughs> Uh, no, but I woke up in in uh, Hamilton County lockup. Oh boy! And yeah, and it's it's not as scary as you think. You quickly realize, like, oh, I'm in jail. But you're like, okay, it's not it's not cells. I'm in like right. one holding room with other drunk people. Halloween's uh, probably I'm... the best night, yeah. to get arrested <laughs> right. in, in terms of at least the people around. It's going to be a cool vibe. You yeah. know, uh, when you get arrested oh, on yeah. Hall- Halloween versus other nights of the the year, I would feel you could probably switch. It's, you could probably put a camera in an emergency room, a holding cell, <laughs> and a diner at the same hour, at the same time. See the exact and, and see the exact same person, just with the sliding doors, different slight turns of the night, got them into different areas. <laughs> so they're all oh, yeah, they're, they're all good people. Who try to <laughs> Oh, I, they were they were all great. People. I got yeah. to I was I woke up. I was still hammered, so I just started asking everyone what they were in for. Right. And I got I mean everyone we were all in for the same thing. Embezzlement. We were, every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, I was, I thought I was making friends. I was doing great. Nice. I was and I was in getting booked and waking up still drunk is awesome because you're. They process you, but you're in a great mood because you, you know, you're drunk and you're doing. It's a new experience. Yeah. I've never been fingerprinted before. They're taking <laughs> my picture. That's nice. Uh, I wonder so if yeah, they it's, do it's, that. It's, I wonder if they've worked that into like their run book of processing people. Like process them while they're drunk. All right, we're getting a lot less resistance. You <laughs> know, <laughs> they'll answer any question. They won't lawyer up. You know. Yeah, we learned in an earlier episode <laughs> that like in Alabama. Alex Joyce got arrested. They may, they wait till you sober up to your release. They actually test you. You have to wait like six hours after you breathe, like a one point or whatever it is. Yeah, our buddy. Uh, oh, I don't know if you ever met Alex Joyce, one of our co producers, but they wouldn't let him leave afterwards until he breathalyzed below the legal limit. And the, it was the uh, this is what was odd. It was the legal limit for driving, even though he wasn't going to drive home. Yeah, they, yeah. But they wouldn't let him leave the oh. jail. <clears throat> That's yeah, Alabama for you, though. Alabama also considers a, a mosey a drive, basically. You're doing any kind of <laughs> foot transportation's all driving down there. Uh, I do like how you well, asked for the cool cop. Go, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I'm cool with that system as long as they let you know who has the record. Like, if yeah. you're close to the number, that's got to <laughs> feel great. Or give you your headshots back like you asked for. Can I get a copy of these at yeah. least from my website? I mean, she- <laughs> Zanies needs a new headshot I got to put up there. Let me, uh, let me get this Ohio County. I asked them so many times for my headshot, and they did say, sir, it is a mugshot. (laughs) All right. Fine. I'll have to find it online. Make me me go through all the rigmarole. You know, I mean, getting headshots is expensive. If if the camera's good enough there, it might be the cheaper route to go, is to just get a public (laughs) intox charge, get a decent photo out of it. That's a whole thing, though. Hot head, like hot shoddies or criminal shoddies or something like that. It's like hot headshots. Oh, uh, mug shoddies. Yeah, yeah, mug shows. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. So So your your dad can't come because he's with 
Joe Cool, Joe Montana. I mean, yeah. obviously, you can't ask him to, you know, leave Yeah, I that, exhausted right? all my phone numbers because I knew my dad was in a Notre Dame game. And then when I finally couldn't get anyone else on the phone, he goes, before he even says hi, he goes, you'll never guess who's in the room with me. <laughs> you'll never, you'll really? never guess who's in the room with me. Steve the Knife. Remember him? <laughs> He's in here on some bullshit. Yeah, they got him on some bullshit. You'll never guess. Sure. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you still have that lawyer's number lying around. I bet, or does Joe? Or does Joe Cool got somebody he can help me out with? <laughs> yeah, he was not happy to hear. He did lay the law down, though. He was like, There's, "I'm doing nothing until this football game is over. Absolutely. We'll figure it and out he, afterwards." And he was 100 percent correct. <laughs> that was the right move. Right. That was 100 percent the right move. Yeah. What yeah. what did so what was the fallout of that? Like when did he contact you? Was he, did he like contact you once he got in the car from the Notre Dame football game, or what? Did what did uh, uh, or is he like you know what? I'm not even going to worry about this for a few days. That was the last I heard from him directly until the next day. He mm-hmm. called. I have an uncle who's a former like military guy, mm-hmm. and he called him and told him what was going on, and uh, said, "All right, you know, go over, help him get bailed out." You know, I will will help out with whatever it is, but I'm not talking to him again. Uh, and then I, the next thing I heard was one of the uh, guys who booked me uh, called me over and was like, "Hey, your uncle just called. He's going to be here in a couple hours." <laughs> and that was, and then I was just like, got to sit there and see how that played out. That's amazing. Oh, I was supposed to give you that message. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> 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 he's coming and he's not happy. So get ready. Yeah, he's pissed <laughs> off at you. <laughs> All right, Dan. Well, thanks. That's going to do it for the show. Thanks for joining us in the Blackout Diaries. Why don't you tell the listeners home oh, what's going on with yourself or what, what other better ways they can reach out and see more Dan Drees? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can see me at the Lincoln Lodge pretty much any Friday or Saturday at 8. Uh, I've got a pa- uh, uh, podcast called Basketball Stories that I do with uh, Kyle Scanlon and Cleveland Anderson. And you can follow me on Instagram at Dreezy Dan. Those are all my things. What's basketball? That's awesome. What's basketball stories about? Uh, We do uh, stories like from stuff that would be kind of like the third page on the headline. Like, remember that lady who flipped off Joe Kim Noah Mm -hmm. in the playoff game uh, against the Miami Mm -hmm. Heat? Do you know the story behind her? No. No. She uh, she poisoned several wealthy husbands (laughs) in the lead up to that game. It was there were like several pending murder cases oh, and like a man. lot of rich children coming after her. That's a, and it like it got just like a second of airtime that that was her thing. But she was amazing. just a crazy and she's with some like steroided out guy with like bicep implants oh, yes. now. Oh, it's great. That sounds great. <laughs> several wealthy husbands. Also, the name of Jim Dolan's our first band, I believe. Figured out of basketball stories. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining uh, joining us today, Dan. Uh, Dan is also a regular at our live show, right. uh, which is also at the Lincoln Lodge right after uh, his 8 o'clock show. So uh, make sure to check that out and follow Dan and Basketball Stories online. Thank you, Dan. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. And we're back in the Blackout Diaries. That was Dan Drees telling his hilarious prison Ohio stories. I, I kind of want to do that uh that was an idea. Three people, three separate nights, same exact person. Diner, 
<laughs> oh, I think that's hilarious. Diner, holding cell, or emergency room. <laughs> Do you know what? That would be a great reality TV that's what show. I was thinking, or maybe it's like called that. Graveyard yeah. Shift or something. Okay. And you just de- you talk to the staffs of those three industries that are just dealing with drunk people. Right. And you go through the night. The ER one alone yeah, would be hilarious. Yeah, and you follow through yeah. their nights. You go backwards, and you see where the slightest decision brought them to the different locations they're at, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let the fans control their fate. Who knows? You know, give them, like, choose your own adventures. <laughs> anyway. And you know you know, all those drunks are signing waivers. They're all, they're all willing to be on camera, you know? <laughs> yes, I know. Of course. Oh, of course. And, 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 like, that, that's like that old show... Uh, Taxi cops. cab confessions. No, oh, well, cops. Yeah, that was hilarious. Cops, of course, cops. I don't think a lot of that was legal. What the cops did. They're out in the street. Like, yeah. when they were going to their house. I think sometimes when you rewatch it, they've had. Uh, yeah, like, uh, for sure. Because back in the yeah. day, they're like, "Poor cops, we can do whatever we want. Like, <laughs> do whatever they want. You're, you're outside. You have no right to yeah, privacy." It's he's like, with me. Well, maybe I haven't been convicted of anything right. yet. You know? <laughs> I know. When they <laughs> maybe go I have their a right house, to not yeah. be associated I with this they... crime on national TV. <laughs> right. And they would go <laughs> in their house, and go to the guy be like. Uh, you know, we know where the cops are coming. Okay, well, who is he? Oh, he's with me. He's with you. He's just a cameraman. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if he's with you. He's, he's with not me. allowed to be here filming me, putting my family on television. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was. So that was uh, fun to hear about because I've always I've never been to that Ohio uh, Halloween party or whatever. So I imagine it's just mm-hmm. on campus debauchery. And I do like how that's how Ohio does it. No, they don't even go full out with the costumes. They just go full out to get by and it's the recovery to do as much as you can. Listen, we're not a bunch of theater kids <laughs> that are here to recreate right. wardrobe, all right? We are fucking drinkers, okay? So just get a little bit of makeup I love it. and hit the bars. <laughs> Oh man, we're rock and rollers out. You know, we got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, Do you got the Rock and lead, Roll Hall of Fame? That can lead to some passionate arguments about music. I like this. We, you know, we uh, we at the Blackout Diaries, we always have our segment open invite, mm-hmm. where we'd like to extend an invite. Uh, whenever this person can make it to our live show in Chicago, they have an open invite to perform. And uh, CJ and I would like to extend that. We don't have the names of these people, but they were arrested. At a Motel 6 in Brook Park, Ohio, which I'm familiar with. Uh, that's where all our strip clubs are, right outside uh, the Cleveland uh, Hopkins Airport. <laughs> and uh, they were, the cops were called on them, CJ, because yeah. uh, this do, uh, this couple was arguing about who the greatest guitarist in history was. Oh, yeah. This, uh, this sounds like a good <laughs> argument. This sounds like a, I mean, this sounds like a canned beer. The cops will be called. <laughs> yeah. When you start talking. Well, Mo, you, don't, th- you do not want to have this argument at Motel 6 because those are thin walls. Yeah. <laughs> and this is going to be a passionate debate. Right. And I'm sure there was other things going on at the Motel 6 that amplified. Do you have the article up? You want me to read it or you want to read it? I got it right here on Friday. Yeah, why don't you read it? <clears throat> on Friday, Slash versus Van Halen argument ends in an arrest was the top story. <laughs> <laughs> a couple was arrested in Cleveland, Ohio, recently after an argument over a rock guitar slash Eddie Van Halen escalated out of control. Cleveland.com reports that the unnamed pair were staying in Motel 6 at the Brook Park suburb and having a discussion about rock music, like like any couple does, any Cleveland's. <laughs> <laughs> just we're talk- visiting. Yeah, just- we're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame well, in your right. city. So the man... Believe Slash was a better musician, while the woman felt Van Halen had the stronger. I love that they had. I love that the press who's was like, who? "Well, I got to know who was yeah. who." Yeah, it starts with the cops. Okay, well, who's who? We got to know who was right in this argument. <laughs> and uh, I hate I hate to break this to you, sir, but your wife has a point. 
I mean, they named <laughs> what I love. They about- named a band after him for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't called the David I- Lee Roths. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that's an excellent argument. Uh, what I love about this is I think it's so relatable that even the cops kind of related to this. Oh, because every, the, the article like a, goes like, on to say the cops weren't going to arrest him for this. Yeah, it just sounds like it sounds like a normal normal dust up disturbance. Sounds like a Friday night at the bar. Like I said, all Ohio cops are like these ex you know, ex high school linebackers. State police they've all had a classic rock argument. Um, yeah. So after a time, the discussion became heated. Staff was called forced to call the police, the Brook Park Police. Then it's being interviewed by other officers. A couple, they agreed to calm down, but then they revealed they both had warrants, so they were both arrested. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We, we, knowing you both have warrants, but still not to help you help yourself. <laughs> and if we know uh, drunken rock arguments like we do, Sean, we uh, we do. We've had a famed. Uh, we had a famed one. Uh, one of our early uh, onsets come together. It was me, you, and Pat uh, Bryce, legendary. Mm-hmm. We were at the. Uh, where it was after the elevated. Yep, the elevated. At, Sherry I believe Red. the bar at that point in time. What was it called? Um, it was. It was no longer the pool hall. What was that bar called? Well, the pool. Ch- the pool hall was Philosophers. Yes. And then it became Cherry Red, right? Cherry Red. Yes, it was Cherry Red, and we were in that back room, yeah, which was the, ele- the show had ended. Elevated, famous comedy room, ran by King Collier yep. in Chicago, and uh, and Henry <clears throat> Scott originally, I believe. Um, but it doesn't matter. Uh, so we're having a bar, and uh, Brian. Was the bartender I remember back then too? He yep. was, who was a rocker. Great guy. Yeah, he was a rocker. Every occasion bartender, you got a rocker bartender, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, those are the only one. Who on my staff is willing to do a Wednesday night comedy show right. in a back room be a where you're just going to serve alcoholic comics who get to drink at half price? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rocker. <laughs> the rocker. <laughs> Brian will take that shit. And this is what I love about rocker and debates. They just want to. They just want to talk rock. You know. And that's all. Yep. And they don't. They don't want to. They want to keep their politics out of rock. Real quick, there was in uh, mm-hmm. um, Philadelphia that there was a there was a DJ Pierre Robert. I believe he's an, he's an old rocker. You know, from MMR. Mm-hmm. MMR is a classic rock station. It's been around for thirty years or whatever. You know, uh, one of the originals. And uh, I think Rage. He played like a Rage Against Machine song or something. And there, at the time, there was a lot of police were protesting them or something because they supported. Uh, Mumia, who's the hurricane guy, right? Well, not hurricane guy, right? The guy that the that the song the hurricane's about. No, right? no, that's a different guy... story. That's Reuben Carter oh, of Jersey. It's it's very sim- <coughs> very similar though. I mean, this guy okay. this guy's Mumia who killed a cop, whatever, going cop, blah blah blah. So a lot of bands get behind freeing him, you know. And so mm-hmm. he, and, and Pierre Robert's went on this whole thing, man. I don't care, but you know, but that, they, they bring you to the power, you know, and, and this whole thing, this whole speech and passion speech about like, you know, let's just put our guards down and let's let's just rock out, man, you know, like <laughs> this old stoner burnout. And he kind of like got himself worked up an emotion. He kind of went off, and like this producer came on here, uh, guys. I'll never forget this on the radio. Here, guys, we just, just want to apologize out to you, Pierre. He's just a rocker, man. He's just a rocker. So that's that's all we're here for, man. Let, let, let's just, just rock. rock. <laughs> I love yeah. I love saying that as an excuse for anything. He's yeah. just a rocker. He's just a rocker. That's all he wants. You know, that's all we all want when it comes down to it. <laughs> so anyway, here's more Rage Against Machine. <laughs> Just a, just a rocker. So anyway, so we're talking to here, you. You take the story away from here. We're talking to a rocker bartender. Yeah, we're talking rock. to a rocker bartender. And he probably just started off with generic. Who's the best rock band of all time? You know. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, it was me, you, and Pat. 
probably the customers. There were at the start of this argument. There were other customers. There were, uh, <laughs> right. A lot of our <laughs> they soon left. <laughs> a lot of our a lot of our classic debates like to uh, <laughs> like to start inclusive, and then they, we kind of walk the room almost, or at least walk them to the other side of the uh, of the bar. And uh, we all I, I've heard real quickly. I've heard that uh, um, the what's the name for the Japanese mafia. Um, uh, I forget what they're called, uh, but anyways, um, like they don't they don't beat people up the way we have this vision of them. Like what they do is if you don't pay for their protection, yeah, like they just send people to be like annoying mm-hmm. to your business, <laughs> so that like other customers are like, I don't want to be here, you know. Yeah. And it's like that that's what we should do for like the Irish mob, the, yak- is, the an Irish uh, yakuza, you're saying. An Irish Yakuza. <laughs> like, I mean, that's basically what we did to this bar. You, me, right. And yeah, we are. We're the Irish Yakuza's. That's a great group name. <laughs> we were just so, so loud and obnoxious that people were like, I can't enjoy myself. I yeah. need to leave. And here we are. We're three drunk men uh, arguing about the greatest rock band of all time. And our arguments to drunker we got, we thought we were making sense, basically was just us saying the name of the band. Either yep. louder or in a different way. It was almost like a rocker yeah. improv game. You know how they say, like, okay, <laughs> I say yes, you say no, but it's like an acting game or whatever, and you're mm-hmm. supposed to say it in different ways, like, so it means something mm-hmm. like yes or yeah, you know, whatever. <clears throat> to use emotion. Emote yeah, differently. Emote differently, right, yeah. is one way to put it. But that's what we were doing. I was saying, um, I believe you were- You were Led Zeppelin, I was I Led Zeppelin, Pat was Beatles, and you were Rolling Stones, if I recall. I was the Stones. If I was yep. if I was to just go on memory of character who we were, you were definitely Stones, <laughs> and uh, he was Beatles, and like and we make a point, you know, like, guys, guys, come on, Roll, Rolling Stones. I mean, Rolling, yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Rolling Stones, and whoa, 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 what are you, Rolling Stones? The Beatles, the Beatles were the Rolling. That's what Rolling Stones. All right, the band. I mean, it's hard to argue with it's, it's the Beatles, and then, and I said, okay, come on, let's let's not be ridiculous. Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Oh, well, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting you to go with that way. And we just kept screaming it louder and louder, just the names <laughs> on top of it. But the what was amazing was that we would all agree, like, we made a point. You know, it all, yep. it all, <laughs> we would recognize. It was almost like a senator. Like, well, I'd like to recognize what my esteemed colleague right. uh, CJ said from across the, the aisle. Yeah, uh, we, I'll have another Coors Light. We, and have you thought about the Rolling Stones? Right. We weren't even mentioning, like, songs they made like that, that would prove our point, that helped validify our point. We just say Led no. Zeppelin. There was no, if you were to overhear that, you would not have heard an album. You would not have heard, <laughs> right. you would not have even heard a member. You wouldn't have heard a name yeah, you'd, you'd, of any of the, the bands. You'd be convinced that the three of us have no idea what they're even talking about, what their bands, I don't think they've heard <laughs> any of their music before. It would almost look like if aliens were told to invent what they think a bar argument is. Right. <laughs> and, you know, you just <laughs> repeated the three words in their vocabulary or something like that. Just reading this story, I mean, I, I guess it's my um, stereotype and prejudice. Because if you if you had to ask me to guess, just like if we had to ask our listeners who to guess who, who, who those three bands and the three of us would have chosen, I definitely would have said uh, the boyfriend would have went Van Halen and the woman go Slash. That's what uh, usually is an enemy, and he would obviously look down upon that. But for him to pick Slash, that just means he's just really about. Well, she, maybe she's older though. Maybe she grew up in the eighties. She could be and, older, you know, but she's Ed, right. Eddie Van though. Halen. Like I say, my argument with that is right. I mean, when the band elite, when they lose a lead singer and they continue on because it's named after the guitarist. <laughs> 
And then, well, I'm sure the, and then they the, changed the their music completely with their singer. I like how they did everyone with a singer that was similar. Like, Van Halen? Yeah, yeah. Van Halen. Okay. You sing adult contemporary? Let's just rock out to adult contemporary. Yeah. It was. Well, and after. It, I love how they all. Yeah, they got less and less rock and roll yeah. and, and less and less traditional. It was almost like, listen, we're a guitar band. I hate dealing with their <laughs> melodrama. <laughs> right. Like, I'm almost surprised they didn't do an instrumental album for their last album. Yeah. Yeah, like why Steve, do we? Why are we even dealing with these assholes? Just Steve Viat. That's what he did, right? He said, All right, "One album with David Lee Roth. That was enough. Now I'm going to talk on my guitar. See if that works." <laughs> Steve I see well, you, the audience is listening. I'm conv- I. You know the cops had to be uh, busting them. Like you guys don't have Jimi Hendrix in the debate. I know. That's what I mean. Like there's, I can't imagine these cops didn't involve themselves in that. And I and I bet they're almost upset. Oh, upset either that they found warrants on them or happy that it could continue the yeah, conversation. Yeah, I'll bet you they, they, they arrest. I'll bet you it's one of the few times Cleveland cops arrested somebody begrudgingly. Yeah. They're like, you know, listen, I, I've had fun with yeah. this debate, yeah. but I, I mean, we gotta bring you, in. you did kill a man 18 months ago, and I, I gotta. <laughs> I, I gotta bring you in. Good news is, point. if you want to continue this conversation in the car, we'll help, we'll be happy to participate. We'll throw we'll in. listen to MMS, yeah. you know. We'll... Yeah, we'll throw in some uh, considerations. All right, CJ, we should probably actually think about wrapping it up. I think we're pretty much at time here. All right, let's wrap it up then. That's good. That was a good, good rocking. Because uh, Ohio is a, a beast of a state anyway. Before we tackle beast of a state, yeah, we, we, we will eventually get to all the different uh, states. We got a few, uh, but we yeah, we, we really want to dive. We're not even done with Ohio and Wisconsin yet, right? Know? I mean, it's it's, it's <laughs> that's going to take us a good six months. Like an election, we go, we're going to go county by county. <laughs> we're going to try to flip the houses and seats. <laughs> the Midwest is very important, like, just like an election. The Midwest is very important. <clears throat> all right, well, let's wrap it up. What do you got going on, Sean? Um. I, well, we got the live show uh, every Friday, 10 p.m. at the Lincoln Lodge, yeah. and my book I think is soon going to be available on Apple and Google. Nice. Uh, but for the time being, you can get it at SeanBearFlannery.com. All right, and uh, let's see. I got the Bottom Line Bombs podcast. I want people to subscribe to, also along with this one, of course. Give them five star reviews. Mm-hmm. Give a five star review to Blackout Diaries, give them both. of course, and both, and the Bottom Line Bombs Sports Game Podcast Network. Uh, this weekend, I will be in Denver. We're doing a 420 show, which will be fun on 420 and Thursday, of course. But the weekend, this is fun, Sean. You'll like this. We're doing yeah. these shows at the um, the hotel where they filmed The Shining at. Oh, that's right. That's out, yeah. that's out there in Overlook, and we're going. How far away is that from Denver? That's got to be a, a a trip, right? No, it's a little bit of a trip, not too far, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, good. We'll see. But anyway, we're going to do a show there. We're going to watch a Shining and Mystery Science Theater it, and it's going to be mm-hmm. uh, me, Nick Vatterot, and T.J. Miller doing that, doing in the Shining Hotel, watching the Shining to an audience uh, doing weird uh, Shining. Uh, Oh, that'll be fun. Shining bits. It'll be horrifying and great. It was one of the most horrifying movies. Did you? I think is that what Stephen King said. I don't know why uh, Kubrick made that movie about his book. He's like, he's like, he just made that to hurt people. It had nothing to do with what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you ever hear how big of an asshole Kubrick was making that? Um, I've, I mean, I've seen the clips of him just just berating Shelley Duvall. And just like, oh. yeah. And then he go over and like, he give, broke. give Nicholson like a whiskey. Here you go, Jack. Didn't mean, yeah. I'm sorry you had to hear that. <laughs> He's basically just he did the same thing really. to that, uh, the black guy uh, who's like psychic in that. I, oh, I yeah, forget yeah. his who's, name. I think, he re- I think he recently died too, that guy. 
he he was like a famous jazz jazz, uh, jazz artist as yeah, well. Yeah. So he had like a long career before I'm he sure. even tried acting. And I think that might have even been like one of his first big things. And he's working with Kubrick and like Kubrick would just make him do like 700 takes of something <laughs> just to be an <laughs> asshole. And the guy would be like, what are you doing? To right. Me? You know, I'm just saying, what's up, doc? And to a, to a child's <laughs> face 50 times. How, 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 how good does this need to be? <laughs> That's amazing. All right, well, check that out if you're out near Denver. That yeah. sounds uh, amazing. That'll be fun. Anyway, that'll be it for Back Out Like we said, rate and review, five stars, and do the whole thing, and uh, get out there. A, pod- <clears throat> A podcast network.